everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. Thanks again for listening. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci. And Scott Jans. This is episode six, Small Steps, Big Adventures. On this episode, we are going to be talking to Casey Riem, who is sharing her story about taking small steps outdoors, all of it leading up to very big adventures. Welcome, Casey. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you on our show. It's great to be here. <laughs> so, um, so this is really cool to get to hear your story about how you started, um, kind of small, leading up to a, like a huge backpacking adventure. So, kind of tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was recently married outdoors on a beach. Wow. <laughs> I can't fancy that. Um, I am from Chicago, so total city girl, fashionist. I never leave the house without a complete outfit, a complete look. I am an artist, and um, and I just wanted to be outside. Very cool. So, like, okay, I'm from Chicago. I, I totally get that whole city thing. So, like, how did you, like, what made you decide one day, you know, I, I want to just get out. I want to, I want to, like, I just want to go do, do something different. Well, I mean, I grew up near the city and my parents' idea of getting outdoors was maybe doing like a day hike, not really a hike, and then staying in a fancy hotel. And I just, I, there was something like about the outdoors that I needed to explore and I needed to experience and I maybe may have hated it or I may have loved it, but if I didn't figure it out, then I'd never know. So I just needed to know. Cool. So so you hooked up with this woman sitting uh, in between <laughs> us. Well, we worked together. We and did. We did work together. I, like, loved Ariane. And I was like, hey, she's so outdoorsy. Like, this is great. So I convinced her that I knew what I was doing and that we had to go <laughs> on a trip and that I would drive and, like, do all the th- I think I made like a fancy stew and put it in the back car. Yep, yep. <laughs> that the, happened. The fancy stew does I, it all the time. <laughs> I mean, it definitely convinced me. I I there was there was definitely a convincing factor. Um I I was thinking you know, we worked together for quite some time before you Yeah. A couple months before you started you know, requesting that we go on a camping trip together and and I'm thinking, I really like this girl, but I I just don't see her as the outdoor type. And, <laughs> and lo and behold, she proved me wrong. But uh, she did convince me she knew a lot more about the outdoors <laughs> than she did. Which, it, but but it was um it it was really cool t- to to learn while we were camping that that was not exactly. An accurate assessment. I mean, I made a list. I was like, yeah, we, we do some s'mores. We do some hiking. We get a tent and some sleeping bags. Like, that seemed easy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Although I didn't know how to put the tent together. Right. Didn't really know how to make a fire. Right. Right. Didn't, right. I mean, the basic right. things. But I was like, she'll know. <laughs> and, but it was an incredible, it was an incredible night. Um, I, if, if I'm not, if my memory serves me right, um, I do remember that the weather was just ideal. It was October in the Midwest, and the the weather was so perfect leading up to it. And then all of a sudden, a cold front comes in and just drops the temperature like 30 degrees. Freezing. 
freezing cold for your very first camping experience which which, which really should almost be required for everybody's first camping experience <laughs> like if they want if they're trying to decide whether they like the outdoors or not I, I truly believe that the thermostat should be turned down. And well, yeah, because on if it was night. like magnificent, yeah, then right. the second too time easy. I would expect that. Right. And It'd be I'd too be easy. like, oh. I you know, it's the same thing for when we when we take people out um for the first time on um, you know, we almost want it to rain. We almost want something to, you know, some kind of weather to, to be we, ill-favored. We tell all of our students we want it to rain the first, we, we on do. their first backpacking trip. Because but. we want them to fall in love with everything that the outdoor has to offer. And, and not just like your sunny, oh, everything is perfect, trolloping through grand fields. So that's cool. So your first night, you survived your first night. I camping. survived. And we then you actually up. wanted more. There was frost everywhere. It was really challenging to get the coffee because, like, right. our hands were so numb. Yeah. But, like, there was something about it that I just loved and I needed more. And, so, and you wanted and you liked the cold so much, you actually um, you actually went extreme cold. Yeah. So, so where did we end up going in, in order to, to find more gold? Well, we after our two day car camping trip decided to do an 11 day road trip to <laughs> Vermont with the intention of hiking a few mountains and then carrying on to Montreal where it couldn't be more colder <laughs> in January everyone January <laughs> yeah. to do some like snowshoeing mountain I mean all the stuff that I still didn't know how to do <laughs> Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it was quite it was quite an amazing experience, to be honest with you, Casey. I, I had a blast and it definitely solidified our friendship for the future. But um, 11 days road trip from Chicago to Vermont, up to Montreal and then and heading back. But we, you know, we packed the car with just about every um snow activity gear that we could, <laughs> we could think of and and snowshoe snowshoeing was our goal yeah and i may have bought some cold weather gear on your recommendation right right which was very helpful thank you yeah staying warm in the cold weather is is <laughs> somewhat important it's key <laughs> it's key a lot of people say cold. it's key to survival although i will say like for the first half of that buckland trail it was hot the guy yeah. was so hot right. it was it was winter it was january right. but like we were just like booking it the right. snowshoes are hard. It's like full body workout. And yeah, so we, we we're in Vermont and, and, you know, we did we did our research. I, neither of us had ever gone into Vermont before. So, you know, we were both very, very excited to do some hiking. I think I was extremely ecstatic oh gosh, to do some hiking so up there. Beautiful. It was absolutely a breathtaking. Oh, gosh, it was, Vermont is absolutely just so beautiful. But we... I decided to start with the Buckland Trail, and I think that had a lot to do with our, our route. <laughs> it turns out probably the Buckland Trail should have been, you know, a little second or third on our on our list. But the, the Buckland Trail was a challenging hike, mm -hmm. and it was particularly challenging because there I, I'm pretty sure there was almost like 11 feet of snow up there and just been packed and packed and packed and, yep. and and people you know we were snowshoeing and so you know we had a wider surface 
but there were times when you know you you would get these like just these huge divots uh it would just sink in and you would just collapse under the snow and it was it was challenging snow was up to our thigh at at points when we would go in oh yeah and you would just like fall into the snow and then you'd have to like lift your leg out (laughs) and it was a workout it felt like five hours (laughs) of hiking yeah i think it was more like two but (laughs) but you know there was there was it was definitely a challenge and i was so impressed with you casey for for just going with it and 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 exploring the unknown you had never snowshoed before and um that was a really hard hike I, i apologize no, it was it was beautiful. But for all of you listening, I just want you to know that I made it almost to the top, snowshoeing. <laughs> almost, so until close. I sat down and put my feet in the air and De- begged Ariad. No, no more demanded. demanded to get these things off my feet because I couldn't do it anymore. But like. I felt good about making it that far. And that was so impressive. I was so impressed with your ability up there and and, um, just so so impressed with the day. You know, two days later, we ended up hiking up Camel's Hump in Vermont. And uh, that was a very different experience. We... Very different experience. We might as well have ran up that mountain. That's how fast we were. And it felt so good. And it was so easy. And... I believe it was higher in elevation. I do believe. Than the Buckland. So, like, we just felt like when we got to the top of uh, Camel's Hump, it was like, whoo, we've mastered this. <laughs> True, we did. And we were, uh, you know, everybody everybody boasted about the views from Camel Hump. And we get up there and we're on a full-on blizzard. <laughs> Just white-out conditions all around. I barely could even see Casey. Um, so quite different experiences, but... Um, but did you have fun? Oh, my gosh. Yes, in both cases. And, like, despite that insane snow storm that was on top of camel's hump like there was something really magical about it yeah. like i don't think i would have done it any other way like right. yeah a view would have been nice like that it felt like i was in in space it's like the sense of accomplishment by doing something really hard in your life yeah. you know what i mean yeah kind of feel proud of that you know yeah you know <laughs> one of the funniest things i think that we took away from buckland trail um the you know the first hike we did um is that any day that Casey and I, it's just a rough day for whatever reason. We're having a bad go at, bad go at life for the moment. You know, we will just like jokingly refer to that day as, oh, it's a buckling kind of day. <laughs> yeah, because you get to the bottom and it's all fine. But like when you're in it, it's like, oh, it's really? tough. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough trail. But, um, so then after the whole Buckland trail experience. <laughs> you still wanted more. And Ariane takes you into a blizzard. <laughs> so then she talks she talks you into doing another another kind of trail. Um, this trail was not above ground. This trail was below ground. And yes. so she took you, convinced you to go caving with her. She didn't really convince me, Scott. What happened was... She kept me up for days because we were doing all sorts of things and we hadn't slept. And she goes, I have an idea. And she does. 
And she's like, get in the car. I, we're going to go. And we're in the car. And I'm like, where are we going? She's like, we're going caving. <laughs> You're not afraid of... You're not claustrophobic, are you? I believe is what I yeah. said. <laughs> I was like, I don't think so. Yeah. No. <laughs> so we go underground. On a five-hour slash overnight yeah. cave experience. Yeah. It's one thing when you know you're coming out. It's the other thing when you know you got to spend the night in there. It's not like there's lights on in there. I mean, it's like you only have your headlamp. That's it. Yeah. And so everybody knows, a week before going to caving with Ariane, I had jumped off of a rock into a lake. And somehow I ended up with a fungus in my ear. So, like, my my equilibrium was kind of off a smidge. And my ear, I couldn't really hear out of it. So I decided to go in this cave and do this experience, which was fantastic. I mean, <laughs> the five-hour tour was amazing. I was, like, squishing my body through holes and... And I was just beyond it. I was just, that was a lot of fun to experience. But um, you didn't tell me about <laughs> the ear fungus. I might not have because, you know, I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. She's, I you can know, do anything. Casey's up for anything, always, always up for anything. And so I, I tend to steer away from making sure she's good with these adventures and more like, you know, throw the adventure at her. Uh, but we are friends, so I feel like I can do that a little bit but with she's her. she's so willing to follow <laughs> she's you. She's so willing. <laughs> so I may take it to an extreme every now and again. And, um, but I didn't know about, I didn't know about the ear. <laughs> I didn't know and I wouldn't I, have taken it. To be either. fair, I thought it was like over. It had been a week. I had like drops. Yeah. Just because I couldn't hear, I was like, it'll be fine. So, um, so then, and that's a great ride. I mean, she took me on that route too, and it's like amazing. It's really cool. Oh my really gosh, cool. you're like the birth canal. That was tricky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's always scary when you're when you're you know your caving guide tells you you know you're gonna go into a birth canal. That's always <laughs> you don't hear that every day. Be, in your be, life. Be, prepared. be prepared. I think Ariane did the birth control like four times. He was like, "Yeah, do it again." And You've I done it like, backwards. Yeah, yeah, I've done Forward it backwards. backwards I, I've there. done that route multiple times, multiple ways, and I could do it over and over, and over again. So by by this, you know, by this point, um, I mean you you start car camping, done yeah. snowshoeing, yeah, blizzard, blizzard, and you've been a uh, hundred feet down in a cave. Oh, that was great. So um, so then we take you backpacking for your first time. But not just an overnight. We take you on a five-day trip to one of the most beautiful parks I know, national parks, the Isle Royale National Park. Yes. And you, that was your first backpacking experience. This is my first. And so I had met my now husband, mm -hmm. maybe. Brian. Yes. A couple months prior to this trip. And I was like, he goes, I'm a backpacker. And I was like, cool. Like, come meet my friends. <laughs> and he agreed. So he had been backpacking, and I was like, I could handle that. Sure. So um, just to let everybody know, in the prep uh, for the iRoyal trip, when we're going over everyone's gear and we're prepping everybody for the trip and the itinerary, Casey, you know, of course, with iRoyal, there's a lot of things to see there. 
Absolutely. You know, there's moose. Um, you know, you have a chance to see the Northern Lights. There's a lot of things. So Casey gives me a list of all the things. She does. She gives, <laughs> she she gives, gives me you uh, a list of all the things that she wants to see on, on the island. So talk about pressure. And there's a lot of pressure. Yeah, being her guide, you you know, you're definitely gonna have to bring it. There was a lot of pressure to, um, you know, to to complete that list successfully. So, so first backpacking trip, um, we we did something a little bit unconventional. Instead of taking the ferry, it's a six hour uh, ferry ride from uh, the very tip of Michigan, the UP of Michigan, to the island. So instead of Doing it that way, we decided to go by seaplane. And so was that the first time you'd ever been in a seaplane before? Yes. Wasn't that was. awesome? And it was amazing. That was very cool. So, um, okay, so five days. What did you think of the backpacking uh, adventure? Tell us a little bit about your thoughts and how it went. Well, I mean, the prep for it. Like, I spent a lot of time asking questions. Yes, mm-hmm. she did. Yes, to she these did. guys and Brian. And the internet, everyone. <laughs> and, you know, I, I learned one thing while being there from all of my gear is I brought way too much. Absolutely. Everyone, <laughs> yep, yep. That seems to be a pretty typical response. Yeah. You know. I mean, but for the, my first time, there were some things I knew and some things I didn't. So, like, you guys taught me a lot about water purification. Yes. And the, the different systems, because we had uh, two more parties with us. Mm-hmm. Yep. And everybody had a little bit of a different. So it was a nice opportunity to, like, see how everybody works and what they pack. And right. And what they eat and what they drink. Right. Yeah, that's the beauty with going with the group, too, is, is you know, being able to pull from different resources and be able to... to to get a much more global perspective of, oh, I hadn't thought about that. And, and right. And, and, you know, it's all, it's all the same stuff. It's just different gear, like right. water filtration. I mean, they make a, a you know, a hundred different products for that, you mm-hmm. know, like, and is that one lighter? Is that one better? Could I use that one more in my practical lifestyle when I'm outdoors, whatever, you know, the, but, um, but you, that was, that was the first time you'd ever actually carried a pack, right? Yes. <laughs> and and that I mean that worked out for you. It worked out much better than you had imagined. Because we had one of our days, we had to do a long day. We actually, you know, we had to do like a twelve month. You guys did a little bit longer day, but <laughs> we but took a we different route. We took a different route, <laughs> but to see more of the island. But you, uh, <laughs> you, but you guys ended up doing like fifteen miles that day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think it was That's close. A lot. Yep, yeah. yep. And so, um, so. Uh, about that trip. So that was a pretty big adventure trip. That was a pretty big backpacking adventure trip. So um, did you get to see all the things that you... You, you required from you required his list. Yes, my list. entire <laughs> list was checked off by the end of the trip. Yeah. This was like a, a bucket. It was a bucket list it was pretty a bucket much. List. I mean, bucket I wasn't the... expecting everything. Yeah. And there were some additions. Like at the, the beginning of the trip when it was too hot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and it was unseasonably warm up yeah, there, too, the when we went. Yeah, and the lean-ins were just like, I was like, I can't sleep in here. I need to go outside. Yeah. And we slept on the pier. Yeah. And then the adders jumped up. Yes. And then, of course, the Aurora Borealis was out that night. Yeah. Which was We We saw the Northern Lights 
two was it two or three two, nights three, in a row yeah. two nights in a row two, two nights in yes. a row it was like crazy oh at first nobody knew what was going on we're like <laughs> uh we, it was so strange i mean we knew there was potential to be able to see the northern lights but never in a million years did we think that we would actually see them to, so significantly the way we yeah. did and it and was surreal. It was so wonderful. We all laid out, um, you know, nobody wanted to sleep, sleep inside, inside the shelters. No. <laughs> I mean, there's just the one thing I learned about that island is, is you just don't sleep if you want to experience it to the fullest. And, yeah. and so we didn't sleep pretty much. And we would take short little snippets of naps. And we were out there in the open with our sleeping bags and our pads and just like enjoying the stars and all of a sudden there's just like this weird little like dancing trickle of color in the sky and and we're all just like huh that's really interesting Are those you know clouds? yeah what is that? <laughs> what's happening <laughs> and then before you knew it the entire sky transformed into this like just an, an un mm. unbelievably like you cannot explain like dancing the, green the lights and it was just really weird just just the most beautiful thing you've ever seen so i'm just i'm so glad you got to see that oh my gosh well and the funny thing is is brian and i were down on the pier and you guys were kind of like up right on a hill yeah and we were both like guys <laughs> simultaneously we were yelling at each what's other going on yeah. and we're all just like this is just the most unreal thing and and that was you know, just hours after your otter experience. and But, like, my first experience, I learned so much about gear. Yeah. Yes. And how important. I mean, through Brian, who didn't wear wool socks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. You, you know. So, yeah. Brian chose not to wear wool socks. And, and I'm not sure to this day why why he chose that. But it, it, di- it did end up... Um, you know, affecting him. He, yeah. he, you know, we, we ended up having to uh, recon his blister situation halfway through the trip. But, um, but yeah, I mean. I think for new backpackers, that's probably the biggest thing to. We, we, we talk about that all the time with our students when we take them out on their first backpacking trip is that we know for sure everyone's going to overpack. Mm-hmm. That's a given. I mean, we know that for sure. But then it's but it's it's always easier to take some stuff out and leave it behind than um, not taking enough. So we can kind of live with the live with that a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's like some things that you know some people get blisters no matter what socks they wear. Some people don't. Some people you know it's just a matter of trying to find your right you know your rhythm when you're out there. You know, and you did. You did fabulous for your first backpacking trip. I mean, you should have seen me, though. I was, like, YouTube videoing every night, calling Ariane and you. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> every but few hours. Oh. But, but, but we love that. I mean, like, the but we love that. We oh, Yeah, I mean, I think one of the big... I think one of the highlights for us is, you know, the, the teaching aspect. Like, I, I could spend all day every day teaching somebody about what they what they need to expect and what they need to know and kind of getting to know them to to help you know to help like guide you towards the right gear for you but I think the biggest thing probably and I and I know you've mentioned this to me before is is when you took away is like you can learn everything you need to learn from 
all the, your different resources, but experience. But you yeah, have to get out there and do it. And so making different. mistakes. Yeah. I mean, mistakes yeah. kind of like life. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. On the Back, trail. Backpacking and life. Yes. They, it's okay they are equivalent. to make some mistakes out there. Absolutely. Because next time you'll learn. Exactly. And that's how we both learned yeah. ourselves. So the highlight of that trip, of course, um, there's there's about 1,200 moose on that island, and um, we we tracked through that island for four days, and then and we saw a lot of moose footprints, a lot of hoof prints, oh, so but many. we did not see we didn't see any moose. So um, the last the second to last night, we're all in the lean to. We all decided to sleep in the lean to for some reason. I don't know why, but I think we're all in there other than we one were other in, person. Like, the city. Yeah, yeah. They called it the city. They had the most leaders. Yeah, right, 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 right. So we're we're all le- we're all you know sleeping in there, and um, I don't know. It was like what time? It was like one thirty or twelve? What what time it was, was it? It was, it was, it was early, really yeah. it was really late. Early morning hours. And um, I heard this like crunching on the side of the shelter. I mean, it was right on the side of the shelter, and um, there we were. We had a female moose. Um, and her baby moose, like right next to the shelter. It was really good. So we all, of course, we all get up and we're all looking at this moose at 1.30 in the morning. It was gigantic. <laughs> oh, it was huge. She was so massive. We're like I trying was, to be quiet. Yeah, trying to be quiet and respect wildlife. And we're trying to give her space. And um, and so that was like a really, that was like, I think the the last part of the list, I think. So we it had was. almost done it all. And, uh, and then the next morning, uh, she came back and she kind of pranced around sure, she hung the around campground camp all night. It was really cool. Yeah. And she, we got to see her in light and, and she was, she was just exploring through all the, all the different lean tos and the tents that were set up and just meandering about. She wasn't we, at all frightened no, of our presence. No, just ripping the leaves off the trees and, and eating, eating away. I think we saw almost, we saw, we saw fox, otters, moose, um, we saw a fox trying to untie a kayak to try to get into the food fox bag. That wanted to like steal all of our things. He was so right. funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, the fox, the decoy the, fox. Yeah, the fox man, uh, fox on Isle Royale. They definitely have personalities. Yes. They're sly and they're they live sneaky. up to their reputation. Yes, they yeah. do. So that yeah, that was an amazing trip, hands down. I'm really glad that that you know <laughs> that was quite the first backpacking trip the location itself and everything that you got to experience was 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 quite like it was just a gym of a trip but like i have to give a lot of props to you guys because like you made it so easy for me like you know we had a little bit of everything we got the float plane and then we got the the boat right back right right, and you know you planned the route, which, you know, for a first beginner. Yeah. Like, I, I just want to make sure that I can, like, walk. And <laughs> just walk with that big, enormous I'm pack. not hungry and <laughs> that I have a source it, of water. So I didn't right. have to, like, worry about, like, which way am I going? Right. You're worried about your necessities where we'll take care of the rest. And, and that's, yeah. like, really important for people that are going out on the trail for the first time, especially backpacking, is don't. Like, don't start out doing 
you know, like a, a 5,000 foot ascent, <laughs> you know, I mean, because odds are you're probably going to get discouraged because it is hard. It's hard to do. So you just kind of start out. I love the way that you have kind of come out into the uh, into the outdoor life by just kind of starting, you know, small just by, OK, do I even like camping? You know, and then, yeah, I do like camping. Do I like the snow and cold? Yeah, I think it's kind of cool, you know, and um, do I like caving? Eh, maybe not. But then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're referring to these as small steps, yeah, small and steps. I kind of, they're, they're, her particular experiences were a little dramatic, but yeah. but they but they ultimately are, you know, very small steps to just continuing to explore, you know, your you know, love or hate for the outdoors. And and, and, and next year we ta- we're taking you down in the Grand Canyon. I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I have been absolutely. wanting to do that. It's on my list. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, Casey loves the outdoors so much that we have packed bags ready to roll. Yeah, right after this is over, right? We're headed we're, to we're North headed Carolina to mountains. mountains. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so thanks, you guys. Thanks for listening. You can catch all of our podcasts on www.thebackpacker.tv. And um, just go to our podcast link and you can catch all of our shows on there. Also, subscribe to our email list. Um, we're, we're putting a lot of different things together with special videos and trips for this year for 2017. So you want to get on that email list so you can be, have a heads up on where we're going and, uh, you know, what, what's kind of coming up in the future. Um, in the meantime, yeah, uh, check out the site. If you have kind of a new backpacking story or a newbie story that you want to share just go to this post and then just comment we would love to hear from you absolutely we love we love stories about that um and thank you casey so much for joining us and talking with us and and um hanging out with us for a little bit and uh telling us your stories Thank you guys. I'm excited to go hike this mountain now. Let's see what kind of experiences you can gain. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thank you. We'll see you next week. All right. Until then.